everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. How's it going, Doug? I'm doing good. We, I'm happy we went somewhere and we, we caught fish. Oh, we did, yes. We, did. we got a great video we're going to show y'all today. A little and, different show today. And, uh, and we caught some fish. That was fun. We did. You bass fishermen, want to be bass fishermen, you're going to like what we show you today. Mm-hmm. You are. We're going to go fishing with Roger Bitts. He's a hatchery manager for TDW. He's going to talk about Florida largemouth, but then he's going to catch a bunch of bass and teach us how to do it in deep water using electronics not a show that we always do we could get out more with our guys that are good like this i'd go yeah all the so time it's a it's a cool we'll get to that in a few minutes i guess we need to talk about a few current events though current events there's a lot of stuff going on here in always, tennessee always a lot of stuff going on and uh we've got the uh, the deal so you can see the quick guide what's going on yeah this is important I, we know that a lot of hunters like to go ahead and start planning their vacation dates so there is a one-page summary out on our website now tnwildlife.org it's all over the place it's under a topic called hot topics it's under uh, the main menu for hunters you just scroll down and just hit on that menu and boom this thing uh, you'll see that it says one-page summary or a quick guide and this is a season date for most of the serious dates, most of the ones that you go on. I think there is a reference to Sandhill Crane season. You need to look in the larger guide when it comes out, but that'll be out pretty soon. But you can find out what's going on with duck season, with your, with your dove season, with spring turkey, with fall turkey, with your deer season, your black bear season, your elk seasons, if you get lucky enough to get drawn. And there are a few extra permits going to be drawn for this year. Yeah, you can see that right there. Seven yep. permits. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and raccoon season for you folks. And I get a lot of, we got a lot of, quite a few questions out on Facebook about raccoon season. So there's a lot of interest out there about when it starts and so forth. So there it is. And the larger guide will be out on our website later this year. And of course, even it will also be in stores all over the place where you purchase hunting, fishing licenses. So that'll come soon. But to get you there, there's that one page summary. Very important. Put it in your pocket. Yeah, it's real easy to find right there on our homepage. There's actually a little yellow bar. I think it's yellow or red right there. It says, one-page summary. Check yeah, it out. we so. put it out there. You can't miss it. If you go to tmwildlife.org, you will find that page. That okay? page and everything else hey, we're doing. You know, We're proud of the predators. Yeah. We, we were out on the front lawn the other day with our catfish, and uh, Tracy Porter, down in our GIS, made about four or five of these. So it's as close as we could get. <laughs> I tried to find a mounted one. Of course, we went down to the hatchery and had a lot of fun with that, too, and did some stuff on Facebook. Didn't win the Stanley Cup, but came awful close, and they're they're young so maybe they'll be back at least competitive for the next few years but it was a lot of fun watching the predators oh yeah play hockey this year proud of those guys yeah they're awesome man what jocks i'm telling you what hockey players are they are they may be the most athletic of all of them and i don't think a football player takes a harder hit yeah than a guy that's facing the wall not seeing something coming and gets whacked around that's true so anyway proud proud of what they did and we did we had a blast well, with all of that. And free fishing day went well this past it week. It did. It did. Free fishing day. There's a lot of photographs out on the Facebook page, Jason. Facebook, but it, Twitter, yeah. It's, it's a big event now across the state. And I hope that a lot of adults went fishing after the kids left those places. But mm-hmm. even now, I'm telling you, where we stocked catfish, there's a lot of them left to be called out there. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, and you can still see the dates out on our site. You can go on the site and look under four for uh, anglers, anglers. Yep. and one the first or second thing you come to we'll talk about free fishing day events or you know kid ev- it says kid events or something like that but look at it and see where the fish are stocked and go fishing mm-hmm. uh we're going to go live pretty soon this show is going to be live on live. facebook yeah right we're going to start taking your questions i'm going to say we're a couple of weeks away we're still waiting on a piece of equipment or two and once we go live you'll be able to go on the site and ask us questions 
and we will take a lot of those questions depending on uh, who we have on as a guest. Uh, we'll right. we'll stick with who's on this guest. Don't want questions all over the place. Want it to pertain to our guests, so we we'll get your questions answered. And as always, as long as the questions are good questions and are not mad questions or questions that are insulting to our guests or whatever, we'll use them. If there's some of those things, you probably won't get to ask any more questions. Yeah, we so may have to. We won't keep it sane. Always, yeah. these guys are here working hard for you and and uh, want to help you with with ideas and answers and make our state better for hunting and fishing in Tennessee and wildlife viewing. And it'll be cool. We're going to, you know, change up the show a little bit. Yep. Doing that live thing, taking questions. Uh, you'll be able to watch. Hopefully, we're going to try to do Facebook and YouTube first, you know, watch on those two platforms. Um, it's just going to be different. And, you know, we may not do 30-minute shows. We may do hour show. We may do 45 minutes. We may do 20 minutes. And like today, this is going to be a little shorter. Cause it, it is. We got a little fishing segment and... And we'll be back with you, but yeah, about uh, a about a seven eight minute segment today with Roger Bits, which we'll get to here in just a minute. Uh, get out your notepads because uh, take some notes. He's Roger, a good one. he's good. He the day that we went, gosh, there were hundreds of boats all around us on Kentucky Lake. They're getting ready for the Triton Owners Tournament. And mm-hmm. It's a big tournament, close to four hundred boats. So everybody was out scouting. But Roger had done his scouting too, just for us. And uh, man, he got all over largemouth bass, and we left. Jason and I. On the video, you'll see, we had to leave about two. I kept getting texts from Roger all the way home about another. They were getting bigger and bigger and bigger the whole time. And, and you'll see some of those photos he took of himself with the with the big ones we missed when we after we left. Yeah. And I, I, you won't see, I don't know if it's in your video, but there was one time where Roger set the hook and it broke his line on the set. And he wasn't hooked up on a stump or something. He was hooked into a fish. And he was fishing with 12, 15-pound test. Early on, he was trying to, to locate those guys with a crankbait. And yeah. lost his crankbait. Lost his crankbait. Lost a big fish. Uh, and uh, he, he he was upset about it for a while. But he was so busy catching other fish, the memory went away soon. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing what you can do with these t- technology out there to find these fish. I was I was amazed at how, how it how you do that? That's the first time I've fished like that. Yeah, it is. It, it's not that difficult to learn the technology. He's had friends help him some, and then just go out there and and study it for a while until it starts start understanding it. And it's really neat the way Roger can go out there and determine probably what's a bass, probably what's a crappie, mm-hmm. you know, probably what might be white bass or stripe that are the, just the way they school. They school differently. Right. They hang out differently. But the it's a summer pattern. And that's pretty much the name of it, fishing that summer pattern for bass, something like that. And because that's what it is from now until the next couple months, a lot of these bass will stage up in areas that we'll show you in this video. You ready to get to it? Let's do it. Let's go fishing with Roger Bitts. He's the hatchery manager at Springfield Hatchery in Robertson County and a really good fisherman. Tell us what's going on. We're on Kentucky Lake. We're in this big desert looking water. I mean, it's so wide open. But yet, I bet we've ever caught or hooked 25 fish today. Oh yeah, yeah. And for this type of this time of year, it's not really that uncommon. I mean, there's 300, 400 boats out here practicing for a tournament tomorrow, and all these guys, I'd say 90 plus percent of them are doing the same thing. And just speaks well of Kentucky Lake. This is very early June. What do right. you do in the summertime on Kentucky Lake out here in the middle of nowhere? So, so what happens is, is you know, by the first of June, you can you can almost set your calendar every year as these fish are starting to make their way out to their their summer homes. They move out here on these humps and points and drops adjacent to a secondary river channel or the main river channel, 
and that's basically where they live their lives until fall. So they're just now starting to make their way from the, the main creeks to the mouths of the creeks and out onto the, eventually out on the main And it's not to ledge. say you can't conduct your lake and catch something shallow or fish at night and catch them up there near the shoreline. Right. But if you want to catch fish during the summer, during the day, and catch a lot of them, this is a, this is a great way to do it. We've been watching you with your, your sonar, your down scanner, your side scanner. Fish can't hide anymore if you learn how to use those. No, I don't consider myself great at this at all, but you know, I had somebody show me how to do it and and you know, I went out and got some good electronics and then, you know, spent the time on the water. And that's the main thing. I mean, you can get great electronics, but the best way in my opinion is you get the good electronics and then you come out here and you spend the time to put it to put it to use. And then once you see what you're what you're seeing on the graph and then you catch it to confirm that then that really builds your confidence today three baits caught most of the fish you had a crankbait to start with a jig and then also jason hooked in some good fish on a shaky head tell us what they are these fish they've made their way out of the creeks onto the onto these main lake structure areas and they're, they're grouped up they're starting to school up and on this lake you can find schools of fish of a hundred or more Typically what I do is try to throw a crankbait or something moving to hopefully get them fired up. That's your goal is to get them fired up and get them into a, a feeding frenzy. Once you do that, you can almost catch them every cast. When we pulled up this morning, they were grouped up. We caught several really quick on the crankbait, got them fired up. And then either the current shuts off or fishermen bust them up and they become wise and, and they scatter along the structure. And that's what happened is they scattered we just, since we were catching them, we thought, you know, there's no sense in leaving fish, biting fish. So we just kind of stayed there. When they stopped hitting the crankbait, just slow down with a jig or worm or, you know, something to really soak that bait in the strike zone. With this the is, fish and right. this is, we've caught some nice fish today, but we're trying to just spend a few minutes looking for a big fish. But even if we don't, this is big fish time of year, right? Oh, yeah. A, a big fish time of year. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing with this type of fishing, on, especially on this lake, is it's, it's known for that. It, you know, we were catching good quality fish, but we weren't catching those giants that, you know, I've, I've, ha I've found schools out here. Like Tuesday, I caught two over six pounds and one over four and then lost a couple other in that range that, you know, you can catch 25 or 30 pound bag in just a matter of minutes and that's that's pretty unique in my opinion there's not too many places in the country that you can do that and and this is probably the best lake certainly in in the state but in my opinion probably in the world to do this kind of fishing because there's just there's so many so many ledges or so many humps or so much structure out here and it, it just sets up perfect for that kind of fishing this time of year Definitely come out with your sunscreen and your hats because it's only going to get hotter from here on out. And Roger, one other thing before you go, you are the hatchery manager at Springfield Hatchery. It's in Robertson County, Middle Tennessee. But you produce fish that goes out all over the state. One of them you produce is the Florida largemouth bass. Tell me about that. We've been stocking Florida's uh, historically uh, in Chickamauga and since the early 2000s. And I think Kentucky, actually, there was some early stockings here They did, they did several well. bays here. Yeah. And then a few uh, small lakes in, in West Tennessee. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, the commission made the decision to, uh, to, based on the success of Chickamauga, we wanted to expand our Florida stocking program to essentially the remainder of the Tennessee River, which included Fort Loudon, 
Watts Bar, Nickajack, and to continue uh, making Kentucky a normal stocking as well. So we go from stocking one reservoir to, to expanding all these others. So, uh, you know, almost all of our warm water hatcheries are raising Florida bass now. Humboldt hatcheries actually this year uh, started to spawn Florida bass. And this is, this is new in Tennessee because in years past, we've relied on the state of Florida or Texas or, or Louisiana to get our fry. So when we've expanded, when the decision was made to expand the stocking to the remainder of the Tennessee, well, we wanted to try to become more self-sufficient instead of relying on other agencies for fry because some years you may not get the number you need or you may not get them at all. So Humboldt, we actually took fish that we had raised uh, for stocking and grew them out as brood, a couple of hatcheries. Uh, we, we grew them out as brood fish this year they, they used those brood fish for the first time and they were only two two-year-old brood fish and uh, surprisingly we, we got a lot of really good spawns. That, that's awesome. I think uh, we heard David Roddy who's statewide hatchery coordinator say more than a half million with the goal to be in the next few years a million for mm -hmm. largemouth bass going out. I guess plus in addition what you guys are might be the total but a lot of largemouth Florida largemouth going out to Tennessee River system primarily. Yes. And and like Kentucky Lake. So anyway. All right. Roger, you've done great today. We appreciate everything. No problem. Catch okay. us a big one before we go. We're gonna try. Let's show Jason. I hope Jason's ending this video with him holding one of his big fish. Absolutely. That's an awesome day. Then get me and Jason to catch fish. <laughs> I'd say we've caught 75, 80 largemouth today and uh, <laughs> I caught a, I caught a smallmouth. Yeah. It was really yeah, sure Hey, Doug, you finally caught a fish. Yes, you do. You did too. <laughs> it took us a while. We had to go with somebody to do it, right? Yeah, that was that was a great, uh, great trip. It it really was, and um, good job on the video too. Thank there, you. Jason, you put it together, and there was a lot of fish that we hooked and lost during the course of mm -hmm. that too. But when you're catching so many, it doesn't hurt so much. Yeah. And yep. so, and like I said, you showed the photographs where Roger kept on catching them. He was, and he called me later or we text later a day or two later and he said it was one of the better days he's ever had yeah so you don't always go out there with a camera and have the best day right so that was pretty lucky for and us speaking of cameras i don't know if it's a really big deal but i shot all that on the iphone which was pretty cool you did you every know. bit of it on the iphone i thought that was neat just to be able to take that well there was a few gopro shots out there too but well, the ones under the water yeah. yeah we didn't stick the iphone yeah. under the water <laughs> yeah. but but yeah you did a good job with that and and um uh, you left out some of the video i shot i didn't understand well you know why that but <laughs> uh, no but, comment but we got some good stuff too yeah but yeah and then and then uh the techniques learning those techniques I, you know, I wasn't really good with the jig and i don't think i even tied <clears> one on but the shaky head was working for me mm -hmm. and the crankbait was working for for roger and you were throwing that jig and it was just it was pretty awesome and then the one small mouth you caught that was awesome too yeah hit, hit the jig i don't think i really i think i quit messing with the jig for about 10 minutes or whatever but i was having fun with the jig and and the length of cast i do want to mention this the length of cast can matter roger is a good fisherman mm -hmm. way better bass fisherman than i am but i noticed that day he was getting an extra 20 feet on his cast right for whatever reason he could sling it he could sling that thing a long way and once you picked off the fish that are closer to you you got those fish that are a little further out, and that's a real advantage if you don't want to get your boat in too close to yeah, them. Yeah, you don't want to set right up on top of them. Right. I mean, even though we were catching some pretty close to the boat, but 
Yeah. You know, cast but it on out there. After those went out, he was he was weighing it on out there and, and really hitting it. I really liked that deep running crankbait. I I think I was too lazy to put one of those things on. <laughs> they hurt too much watching Roger fish it. I was happy that we caught fish. Yeah, it was great. And Roger great is he's a good he's a good instructor. He's a good teacher. He's a great hatchery guy. He's he a really great, he's is. just a great guy in general. He's a gadget man. He can fix anything and and uh, I hope the agency has the benefit of his work for another 25, 30 years because he does a lot of great stuff for sportsmen of Tennessee, raising fish, not just Florida largemouth, but crappie and striper and walleye mm-hmm. and, and uh, sauger and you name it, bluegill, sometimes lo- just regular largemouth bass, whatever. Uh, Roger does a great job. And go back and watch one of our previous shows with Roger right there at the hatchery. Yeah. Uh, we he gets pretty in-depth on some of the stuff they're doing there, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, all our shows are still out there. And as I said, we're going to go, we said in the early part of the show, we're going to go live to Facebook here in the next couple of weeks. We will be taking questions via Facebook. Uh, we feel like this podcast needs to get out there more in front of a lot of you because we get so many great guests on here. And uh, we think more folks will see it that way, and we want to be interactive with you and, and let you actually talk. Not do us do all the questioning, but y'all do some questioning too. Yeah, it'll be fun. It be will fun. be fun. It's going to be interesting. Hey, we'll give away some hats and shirts, too. Yeah, we can do that on there. It will make it easier because yeah. we still got some to give away. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I don't have anything else. I think that's all I got. All right, so, everybody. Yep. So we'll be back. Back next week. And who knows? We might be live. We might be live. Just stay tuned. Keep following our Facebook and our Twitter and our Instagram and, and follow us out there and, and uh, stay connected with us. All right. See you next week, everybody. Right. See y'all.